0: Last time on Oppressed by Sun, our heroes found themselves in Prime City, home of the drow, in the midst of a raging party that devolved into increasingly incoherent madness. Mumu and Asiwi are interrogating a quickling that they captured in the sewer. Varian believes he is rescuing his love, a dryad named Magnolia. The city itself seems to be tearing apart at the seams. Losing all semblance of sanity. Today's episode begins with an increasing level of panic overcoming our heroes. Episode 24. A never-ending descent. Mumu may not be the most charismatic of our team, but she is determined to get answers out of their
1: manic
2: up and starts doing
1: his little fidgety thing again Still in- Hey! Yeah. Hey! What's the binging shit? I message him
2: will You lose.
1: How do I fix the crazy? Then I just start drilling a dagger like right under his chin. Only my mistress can help you now Where is it? Free me, I will take you Free you and you will take us No, no here's what's gonna happen You tell us where to go and then I knock you back out and you go back in your fucking bag and don't kill you.
0: <laughs>
2: There's no uh, other response. Uh, he's, he's, you see him get his shoulders out of the bag a little bit, but as he does, you guys have a moment to like sort of squeeze the bag again and get it back in there. But uh, but he's, he's squirmy.
1: That's all right. I just stick the dagger through the bottom of his chin like I'm hooking a fish.
2: Okay, that stops the movement.
0: Meanwhile, out in the street, Varian is in air elemental form, swooping in to rescue his princess.
2: He, like, swooped in and picked up, like, a masked drow uh, that looks nothing like uh, any gold or anything um, and is punching the ground as an elemental. Yeah.
3: Okay, I have the door shut. Okay. I'm going to lock it and stand at the ready with my sword that little fucker that ran in here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for him, and as soon as I see any kind of blur, I am slash him. Alright, uh, let's roll initiative. So, he darts towards me?
2: Yeah, yeah, he runs right at you. Alright, I'm ready for my attack, and I'm just gonna own Okay, so it's three it's attacks.
3: to three attacks. Ooh! what but to with that one, that's six damage. All right, you cut him and then he
2: attacks you. 14 damage. So he moves away from you as you swing at his little sque- squirmy ass again and you miss him. Um, again, you see that flash of that cloak. But you see like, there's a mist fight going off to your right and the bartender seems to be pulling booze off the shelf and stacking them on the counter for no apparent reason. Okay. Like in a very, very um, rickety pile that gets one for taller.
0: Varian mean, is a bit confused at the lack of gratitude as we see.
2: You look down and you're holding Magnolia, and, she, and her
4: eyes just sort of look at you. They seem a little confused. But you're not sure what's going on here. You like, say, think, It's me, Varian. and I turned into an air elemental. Uh-huh. Surely that will clear things up. <laughs> Obviously, she'd be confused. There still seems to be some confusion.
2: Um, also, when, the, when you were just punching that other guy, and he seemed to have fallen down and run off. Now you don't see him.
4: And I fly up uh, to the balcony. You fly up to the balcony? Yep. Yeah, All right. outside the room. And uh, yeah, I land up there, uh, or I set her down gently, and then I, I de-shift. Okay, so you, you shift out? And uh, open the door for
2: her. Okay, so you like uh, open, you, you, you try to open the window, uh, you, you jiggle it open, and you pull across the curtain, and you guys see variant uh, standing outside with a strange, drow female
4: who looks confused.
3: I, I get whatever shit we put on our ears, and I, I grab it and hand it over to him. Okay. Like, I, I motion for him to put it in his ears.
4: Say is this what? I guess I gingerly Put it in, in your ears. ears.
3: Oh I guess I can talk to you because you
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Put it
3: in your ears. Okay,
4: why why are we doing that? Also this is. You magnolia. can't hear you can't it hear
3: us. You can't
4: hear oh, it. You at can't all. hear at all? No, nope. <laughs> she can't hear you. You can hear her. In
3: your yeah. ears. Okay. okay. <laughs> I guess I stick some in and I give some
4: to Magnol, like I gesture to her as well. Like she, if she hesitantly right. puts it in, but it's she so seems good. like, okay. Okay, I've had her hand. <laughs>
2: She seems like she's considering jumping off the balcony.
1: Moo messages the drow, it's like, who the fuck are you and why are you here?
4: Um, You hear back, don't kill me, and she seems to be climbing over the balcony. Say, no, no, it's all right, you don't have to okay. run, these are good people. Um, like, back. Back. pulling her back Never, ever so gently but insistently. But
2: she, she just seems confused and sort of lets herself be pulled talking back. talking loudly. <laughs> she, she can't
4: hear you.
3: And I tap on him at this point.
4: I take- I reach over and pull one thing out, don't worry they're good people, these are my friends, Yeah. and uh, gently pull her away from the belt.
1: And we messages again and says, what's the bing? What's the bing?
2: I don't know, I don't know, it's driving everyone mad.
1: Keep the shit in your ears. She, uh, she
2: puts it in tightly. She, uh, she sort of looks around the room, she sees where you guys have put, stacked a couple of cloaks. She picks one up and she sort of says, is this? She points at the cloak.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that came off of it. I know, I know. So I can just, and I just stab this one through its head. Sweet, and then I just throw it over the balcony.
3: <laughs> and then I go over and smack I go, What the heck? Pain in the
1: ass. Okay. So I write on the parchment like,
3: what
1: the heck, man? Boo uh, Boo messages you. Ah, it was, it was getting to be annoying. We had to get rid of it. Sorry. This one will help us.
4: I want, right. to say, I want to write out the paper Magnolia how do you know where to find these these creatures how did you come to be here from the desert mumu you
2: hear a message spell in your head and you realize it's being cast by the drow and it says nope. what's with the crazy one
1: yeah um he uh, the being got him he what's thinks not- you're a triad we shouldn't take him I, I tend to agree but any way we can possibly cure him is there a potion shop around here or anything?
2: Actually, yes, and in this kind of conditions, so perhaps we could go there. Let's go. Heads towards the front door, unlocks it, sort of peeks out, doesn't see anything, and then starts leading you guys down the stairs. Meanwhile, down in the uh, foyer, you guys see Kadim engaged in a freaking hot battle with a tiny little blur creature.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna shoot that little bastard with a crossbow as soon as I see it.
2: It's turning back with a little sword running at Kadim. You just shoot it down in the middle of the pub in the bar there remember the two patrons that were fighting apparently one of them is just sprawled out across the table the other's gone the bartender uh seems to have knocked over his huge stack of booze and is now just like uh uh frantically trying to sweep all the glass into a into a a pan but he's using his hand and his hands all cut up and just blood everywhere on the floor um and as you guys leave that room it definitely gets weirder as you go outside well there's like beautiful stuff here Good. I'm taking like three nice bottles of drow wine. So you, you like you like jump up on the bar and reach over to the top shelf and pull some things down. Um, and uh, yeah, you get some you get some beautiful dusty bottles. You know, it looks like it looks like people are just fighting and or just dead in the street. You also see small blurry forms dragging bodies this way and that. And there's still madness and screaming and confusion. So you're not really drawing any attention. She leads you through a couple of streets around a couple of tall towers and towards a very uh, glassy sort of uh, bluish metal shop. uh, The glass doors seem to have been broken and shattered. She sort of steps over the broken glass and leads you inside. Yeah, it's a potion shop. It looks like the wrecked. Spilled potion is in every case. The glass cases, most of them are broken. You see uh, under the counter there, there is one counter that seems to have been metal lined and that's not broken yet. You do see one guy with a bat, who just seems to be hammering on an already broken vial of potion.
1: I just shoot him with a crossbow.
2: <laughs> this goes down, you find a, a very clearly, nicely kept ledger. It's it all in It's so all I in silver. I
0: Mumu immediately searches the ledger for Greater Restoration Potions, and finds two listed.
2: Yeah, one of them seems to have survived intact, the other one seems to be spilled and run. Right. Oh, I'm drinking the Greater Restoration Potion? Yeah.
0: Mumu continues her highly productive review of the ledger which includes detailed descriptions of each of the potions.
2: You see one that is described exactly as an ointment that is in your bag.
1: Awww. I pull out my ointment. (sighs) Give it a whiff.
2: It's it's described as human ointment. ointment.
1: Like, is it it still here in the shop anywhere? That one
2: seems to have been uh, the the, uh, object of the uh, baseball
1: bat's ire. What a fucktard. I go over there. I just kick him in the face, even though he's already dead. <laughs> cures paralysis, cures poison, restores 2d whatever plus whatever hit points, and it has five because I rolled it last time. Five doses in one bottle. Uh,
4: they handed me the potion of greater restoration. Yep. All right, I'm down on that guy. All right, Varian did back
2: at zero failed wisdom saves. And Barry, right, in your life, you look at and all of a sudden Magnolia is now just a strange drop.
1: So, once you start staring at Magnolia really weirdly, uh, Mumu messages you and say, Okay, you're cured. Let's go back to the hotel. I have so many <laughs> questions. You know what? I don't give a shit. I'm taking the first dose of T-Tom's ointment.
2: It cures your poison. and restores, uh, whatever it is. It's tuning for
0: it Eager to find all available loot, Kadim searches the potion shop for a back room, and that's where he hits the jackpot.
2: Yeah, you do. You find a very... Like, there's a room behind here appears to have been open from the inside and left the jar, and there is a huge treasure chest.
0: Real fails to pick the lock, but her earplugs come in handy once more.
2: Incredibly loud sound shatters your hearing. You take 23 points of damage, and I assume fall to the floor unconscious. Shakes the ground. You all feel it. Okay, I was there. I looked yep. inside. Is he alive? Is he alive? Mumu is staggered, bleeding from the nose and, and ear, uh, but uh, still up. Twenty-five. You are able to sort of get a little crack, get some leverage, pop, pop part of the lid open, and see inside there a little bit. Looks like uh, smaller boxes. I just
3: keep wedging it until that. All right, you just latch breaks, break, 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 then you
2: break the hinge, um, and uh, you open it up and pop the top off. And there's a bunch of well-made boxes
4: in there. There's multiple blurred images pass by the. So yeah, I elbow Khadim and go, you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I cover myself with my cloak. Motion for you to do the same.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. And we stealthily get into the back room. You guys pass into
2: the back room with no issue. Nah, no, you, don't, you don't see it. It seems to be a sealed room. Interesting. We're trapped, man. There's like a small bed, a big chest, and uh, a bookshelf with
3: books. Yeah.
1: So we need to get it's back insane. to the hotel and get Nibby back on his feet.
3: It seems to be a private quarters. I just yeah. a little drow on the uh, shoulder. Uh huh. I uh-huh. start moving to the wall and like tapping it. She nods. She seems to be pretty adept at this.
2: Good. Good. As, she, as she goes and she starts, but she doesn't start on the wall. Instead, she points at the bed and motions for you to move it. Boom done. Okay, you like flip up the bed and she starts tapping on you. You do find a potion in one of the drawers. Does it look like a potion of greater restoration?
0: No, it does not. I take that micro bar and I
2: start prying on the walls. Okay, as you, as you start prying on it, you need a constitution save. An earthquake begins to open the floor beneath you. You're able to step back and look down, and you see a pretty steep uh, ladder going down. All right, but when you climb down, go ahead and roll up a perception check, guys. It's super dark. A horrible smell reaches your nose almost immediately. You recognize this as a sewage smell.
0: Yeah. Back in the hotel room, Mivy is engaged in the fight of its life. Or at least that's what it seems like.
2: Yeah, you're, 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 helping him. you're, winning in this white fight in your mind. you are
3: climbing on the balcony, and you're shoving them off. Yeah, you're chopping them down, you're just holding them off. It's
2: a heroic stand, <laughs> friends, no one's
3: even playing. And the whole
2: rest of the party is just holding the door, you're holding the balcony against the hordes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mumu, you find yourself ankle deep in poop.
3: Ugh,
1: alright, I I've become a mouth breather.
2: A large tunnel with all of the floor and the, and the walls to a large degree are covered in this brown slime, um, it goes right and left.
1: I'm gonna try and go, back. I, I have a, in my mind, I know where we came from. I'm gonna try and go that direction.
2: Back to Mivy. As you turn this corner up here, you do see a symbol on the wall, uh, of a very um, spooky, large symbol, and it seems to be carved into the wall almost like an altar. In the brown ooze at the foot of the altar, there is a tiny body, and it seems to be rotting it wears a cloak of the same symbol as the altar, which is not the same symbol as the cloak of the other quicklings that you've seen. You know that if you were to touch this altar, you would gain some sort of power over the quickling. Do
4: it, do it. bang!
1: I touched the altar.
2: Alright, as you touch the altar, all of you see a flash of Eldritch Green energy seize over uh, Mumu. Mumu, you feel a, a light sort of wash over you, and you suddenly are aware... There is a quickling standing, motionless, invisible, just to your left.
1: I point at it and give it the finger.
2: It bows.
1: Take me to Unpwa um, uh, Intoxicate now.
2: He bows and and uh, and and uh, motions in a direction. Uh, he moves uh, very quickly, but sort of zigzags and allows, tries to allow you to keep up. The quickling leads you all past the altar and towards what looks like a large river of. Green ooze. Green ooze somehow smells even worse than the brown crap you've been waiting. For. Over that river of ooze is a very rickety wooden bridge. The quickling moves at full speed over that bridge and stops on the far side and waits for you.
0: Mumu bolts across the bridge, moving at ninety feet per round, and makes it without incident.
2: Something's moving in that green water very near the bridge
4: as you approach. I'm gonna head across one of the time, styles
2: Roll a stealth check. That okay. advantage.
4: That is eight.
2: All right, what's your AC? A whipping tentacle flies out of the ooze and wraps itself around you. Roll an escape check. Varian takes off across the rickety bridge. Uh, one of the loose boards sort of slips a little bit, and just as it does, a tentacle whips out of the water, wraps around him, and throws him into the, pulls him down under the water. Yeah, Mumu, you see a very large creature with a lot of tentacles, but sinks under the water with Varian. Varian, um,
4: this water is very unpleasant. Like <laughs> the river of worse than shit. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> river of super sewage, I don't think it's called. It's
2: real bad. Uh, Varian, you need a constitution save. I draw um.
3: my swords and I jump down on the creature. Two steps off da, the bridge, da, it jumps da. into the nasty water. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! And I just stabbing away, man. All right. The stabbing
2: begins. I mean, uh, roll a dex save. Dex save? Yeah, he tries to throw you into the poo. You fall into the river of poo. Let's all roll initiative. All right, cool. I get
3: up next to that motherfucker and just start stabbing with my four
2: swords. Um, yeah, so, Moo your arrow, uh, you find its eye. Uh, it sort of pokes out while it's thrashing at Kadim. Uh, and you you sink that bastard in, and he immediately drops into the water, dragging Varian with him.
1: I, I look over at the little twitchy dude, and I was like, "Go get that fucking wood elf."
2: The uh, twitchy dude the uh, the quickly jumps into the dives in with a graceful dive into the into the green river. But uh, you know his strength is like minus four. Seems to be being pulled along the the current. See you. Uh, you're up.
3: So the rope I stole from the drow that were tied up. Yep. Yeah. Do I have enough of it to reach from where I'm standing to the creature?
2: The creature's seeking quickly, but it's it's not really his turn yet, so he hasn't moved to.
3: Right, but so I have enough rope. Yes. Cool, so I'm going to take one of my arrows, tie the rope onto it, and then I'm going to shoot it into the creature.
2: Interesting. Attack rope. roll. Uh, the, the arrow plunges into the creature, and the taut rope is uh, is now being held by you.
4: Rope.
2: The rope is pretty near you. Hey, hot dog. Yeah, so it's the creature's turn, and he attacks Kadeem. Uh, one tentacle lashes at you and misses, and the second tentacle also lashes at you and misses. And he and he uses his movement to sink thirty feet down into the water. Reaction attack!
4: I'm gonna grab on the rope and uh, <laughs> and haul on that. Athletics and check. Try to um, try to kick the tentacle as I go. Uh, it's gonna be sixteen. You're pulling yourself on the rope. The, the creature is
2: badly damaged, sinking to the bottom. As the arrow sort of dislodges from his body, because you're holding on to the rope from the top, as the seaweed's holding onto the rope, you're being dragged towards the edge. But then uh, suddenly the arrow dislodges, and, you're, and for a second you're panicked. But then Varian starts climbing up the rope, and you can feel like something's like wiggling like a fish on the rope. You're swept a little bit by the current, Varian, down downstream, but lifted up at the same time, you know, because of, you know running out of rope, sure. and uh, and you reach the top and you're holding onto the rope here. creature sinks down, continues to
4: sink, and uh, it's abandoning this uh, this, uh, this endeavor at this point. Uh, I climb up over the balcony and go, <laughs> and just like spit out um, all the crap in my mouth. As
3: I'm pulling yeah. the rope in to save my rope.
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I just want to put my gross uh, poop-covered hand on a seaweed shoulder and say, thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all this
2: water <nervous> drips <laughs> sort of down under your shoulder.
3: I'm maintaining my distance. 18. Nice.
2: So you do notice there's a
0: hatch above you.
3: Okay, so I motion and point to the hatch above us. I confidently keep walking by.
0: Using her newfound eldritch power, Mumu searches for quicklings, which she can use
1: and control. Natural 20.
3: There we go. Nice. There are
1: some
2: above you, above the hatch.
1: I tell them to open the, the hatch.
2: The hatch immediately opens and you see a, a little quickling face looking down at you. Little Throw me a up uh, throw them cat and tell them to catch it. They quickly tie it off, wait. You're in the bottom floor of the hotel. Good, we got a little... Okay, our guard. And there are three quicklings all staring at Moo Moo. Guard...
1: guard the doors, don't let anybody else in.
4: Bows and they immediately move. Ask them if there's some place to shower. <laughs>
1: I go upstairs and find Nivy. Hopefully where we left him.
2: Um, yeah, he seems to have rolled over and is now like sort of tangled in the, uh, the drapes. <laughs> And seems, to, <laughs> and, and, and seems to be fighting something in the drapes.
1: I, I messaged him and said, battle's over, battle's over!
2: You are 100% confident. This battle is just getting started.
1: Giving him a dose of keton's ointment.
2: Rub the ointment on his skin, gets the drapes again. And maybe as you look around, you look up and you see you're looking right in the face of an elephant. It's uh, rubbing your skin. I draw my great <laughs> battle axe. Nope, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, so you're gonna need a scape check. All right, so you attempt to grab your axe, but you feel yourself being held. As you look back, you see another elephant has wrapped itself around his back. It's about to eat your brain.
1: What, what other, what other um, potions did you find at the shop?
3: I found one mysterious potion in the guy's chamber that I have no idea what it does. All right, let's do this. Hold his nose so he can pour this down his mouth. I try to pour half of that potion down into his gullet. Alright, so you
2: guys are holding him down, and like these damn illithids, they're trying to poison you with something, but you're unable to escape uh, their their, their strength. As a potion is being, or something gross is being pulled down, poured down your throat. Roll my constitution save. He begins to grow dramatically. Oh no. Within, within one round, within six seconds, he's grown to four times his no- dwarf in the size. So he ripped my broke my rope. He destroys your rope. <laughs> he is now four times the size of a regular. Uh, now you are looking down. You're like, oh, the
4: elephants the all seem to have grown smaller.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, I immediately try to thunderclap all of them. Um, oh, I, oh. As soon as I got out of the basement, went looking for someplace to take a bath immediately. <laughs> the draw are very
2: uh sort of uh image conscious and there is definitely bad like a bathhouse bath house on one floor.
0: somehow mivy finally makes a wisdom save to begin pulling himself out of the pit of madness
2: yeah all of a sudden they're not illithids like these are your friends but you're still you're still very suspicious i mean maybe these are illithids who are disguising themselves as your friends i'm gonna try and go out the balcony and yeah, you, you just smash through the window frame, step down off the balcony, and just start shaking the city as you just tower over it. <laughs> like, uh, all these uh, screaming little drow run past. I'm <laughs> so terrified that they're looking at me, so I'm just gonna try and, like, shimmy into an alleyway and hide behind the building. You're not... You're, it's real hard to hide. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, like, hiding there very awkwardly, like, very obviously to anyone who's looking.
1: Try to use my advantage on charisma checks with dwarves. Oh, okay. <laughs> Along with the message spell, because he's not very well hidden. <laughs> <laughs> it is true! Okay. Everybody, come on back! So I drag- look down and I see a bunch of quicklings.
2: Yeah.
1: Bring the bodies back to the streets.
2: So about ten, ten of them look up at you, surprised, bow their heads, and then immediately begin to ter- 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 change
3: the direction that they're dragging the bodies. Where were they all dragging them to? Like sewer grates? Into the sewer grates, yes. Okay. Maybe look at me. I'm tiny, you're big, you got nothing to fear from us. Would you come back and help us solve this mystery? Confused that you're not trying to attack. We weren't trying to attack you before, dude. There's something on that is making everyone hallucinate. Varian saw his little love nearly get shoved off the edge of a cliff. Turns out, wasn't his love at all. It's this little drought chick we got. Don't trust him, he smells like poo-poo. Yeah. <laughs> we just came out of the sewers some covered in sludge, and I want to go- We do smell like shit. Yes. Trust me, this is mine. Besides, I'm way too small to get in your skull anyway. You're safe. <laughs> I've been deceived by illithids before. What are well, you gonna shove yourself in this little crack? I mean, what if the illithids start coming out off the roof and just land on your head and just get all over you? But oh, Jesus Christ! I'm gonna try and climb into this like, and dig at <laughs> the ground. You know, it's a great idea. Look over here. Here's a grate. Let's start busting this thing. Over. It's too small for you. I'm just gonna
4: like dig.
2: Yeah. So you just like rip out a section of the street and like, down beneath you is a a pretty tall sewer pipe, but you would still have to be like crawling on all fours to get in there.
1: I guess I'm gonna just walk around and find more of these little bastards and tell them to do exactly the opposite of whatever they appear to be doing. They
2: all seem to be dragging bodies into sewer grates.
1: Dragging bodies back up here, you little fucks.
2: Alright, so like you see all of these little, uh, little blurred creatures like dragging bodies up out of the sewer grates. They're not very strong, so they're like having to work together to move a single body.
1: And so I grab one of them by the scruff, and I'm like, Who told you to put bodies in the sewers?
0: The Master Dermis. There is a ritual.
1: <laughs> a ritual? Get the bodies back on the streets. Let the bodies hit the streets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they bow and immediately blur off doing their thing. They also seem to be telling others, We seem to be confused. So there seems to be like a tug of war in some cases, where some are pulling them down into the graves, some are told to them pull them out. Oh uh, yeah, you guys all see Mivy eventually sort of squeeze himself into the sewer and, b- and disappear.
3: Okay. god <laughs> I don't
4: know left him. I've got. I was. I let everybody know. There, that you're, that you're
2: enjoying a bath all by yourself. There's like one dead dwarf over in a corner, but like, like uh, that seems to be a disguise. You're pretty sure it's a. You're pretty sure it's a drought, but you're just like here lounge all by yourself, enjoying the uh, the
4: hot bath. I am gently adjusting the bubble bath mixture to get the contents just right.
2: Yep, he's pouring just a little more bubbles in. Oh, oh, too much. He like scoops some out. I
3: search the hotel. I'm finding Varian.
2: Every door you're trying to open, it's some are locked. Uh, but eventually, you do get to one that uh, where steam is coming out from <laughs> under the door, and yes. you're like, and you see Varian in there, and he's like adjusting the bubbles just a smidge more, I think.
4: I think I got like I got the pile on my head, you know, a little hat <laughs> rubbing into my hair. A yeah. hat.
3: <laughs> I go grab his clothes, and I just but those are still dirty. <laughs> I don't care. We gotta go get a dwarf in the sewers. <laughs> These are perfect.
1: These are exactly
3: what you, you get need, to to get my friend. I
4: haven't yeah. been clean in years. <laughs> You're robbing me of this, but I get up and I start putting them on.
2: Oh, man, they stink so bad. I run so them bad. under the
4: tap, like, real quick just to smear off the really big chunks. Man, it
2: doesn't really do much, you know. they still real bad.
0: Maybe headed into the sewers, then ran into the river of sewage, decided that was the wrong direction and started backing up.
2: Kadeem is sort of watching you as you're like, there's like a big hole in the ground where you've ripped up this, uh, ripped up the road, and now he, you're, he's watching you sort of crawl backwards through the tunnel, like you can't turn around because you're too big. Building wave of, of poo is sort of backing up behind you because you're like squishing along, down, uh, backing up. It's, uh, it's it's quite a scene. You find a, a nether altar. It seems to be made of some sort of ethereal shadow. I'm curious about it. Yeah. Approach it. Okay. It seems to just move and shift in place, but maintain a general form like that of a sort of a four legged uh, spider. Okay, you rest of you guys eventually go find him. He's not super hard to find.
1: You three, come with us.
2: All right, they immediately bow and then move towards, uh, go with you.
1: Take us to where you were taking the bodies.
2: So they hop down into the sewer and head towards the river. All right, I
3: go around there. You you find him. Hey maybe. <laughs> maybe, come on man. Uh, I'm just at this point just covering my whole face, <laughs> just hoping it all goes away. Okay, my friend, that traumatic shit happened. And then I see the elder's altar. Yep, you do. God, I really. maybe I shouldn't I'm like, hey, we found a way out. Out of the city, away from the me.
2: As you say that, as you say we found a way out of the city, an image appears in the altar. You see a tower. Uh in the tower. There, at the foot of the tower, there are two drow. Um, it's one of the tallest towers in this, in this city. And you see a, a smoke, a familiar smoke, oozing out of every crack of that tower. And as you say, we found a way out. You see, you pass through the wall of the tower, and you see a swirl of stars on the inside. Just a swirl of motion-moving stars that seem to coalesce into a single point. Then it fades in be 16. Yeah, you know what? You're pretty sure this is Kadeem, and he's trying to help you. I'm pretty furious at this point, because I, yeah. I think that I've been battling all these mind flayers and these archers this entire time, and Kadeem has been doing nothing but the door closed. <coughs> Why we're in the sewers, and what, what are we doing?
3: There's a bunch of madness taken over this city. We've all been hit by it, but we think we might find a way out, can
4: I, go? Um, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can slowly slug slow my way back. Right. Yeah,
2: Mumu, you saw your three buddies. Disappear into the wall uh, after walking on an invisible ledge above the river of sewage.
1: I skip down the ledge, yippee doo da
2: skippity doo
1: yep. and I go into the end of the thingy. Nine initiative. Oh, that's gonna lose.
2: Yeah, you're in a strange room. All three of the runes that you guys have encountered so far swirling about a circle of blue in the center. Standing in the center of that, almost eye-like. You do see a drow, this is an actual drow, sort of uh, kneeling down um, and wearing a cloak with all three symbols. Around the room you see a bunch of other drow and, of course, your three buddy, Quicklings. You also see, in the blue, uh, sort of in the center, it seems like almost an eye, that blue, it almost looks like water, but underneath the surface of that water is a mountain of bodies. Everyone looks up as you walk in. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Nine. You find yourself walking into the blue
1: circle. Wait, dive right in.
2: You walk into the blue circle and sink beneath.
3: So I'll be the first one to enter next.
2: Roll a constitution saving throw. As a rune sort of passes over you, one of the drow turns up its palm and the rune becomes a light orange glow. You feel very, very sick. And you take 8d8 and cry. All right, you're at zero hit points.
4: Oh, goodness.
2: So, Kadim, you saw a seal. walk through the wall
3: and disappear. Okay. I'm
2: following in next. Go inside. <laughs>
3: Rolling. roll <We're stupid>. <laughs>
4: no
2: One shit. by one, six blasts of eldritch energy fire away from from three of the uh, drow that are uh, in the room. Blast after blast after blast, and you're just dodging left, right, dodge, dodge, blast, blast. You uh, do not get hit.
4: All right. Yeah, I'm uh, popping through.
2: Yeah. Uh, there are three quicklings, who are no longer bound to move. There are six warlocks. Draw warlocks and one high priest. So far, you guys have done zero damage, I believe.
0: Oversized Mimmy bursts his way into the room and starts swinging a massive axe at
1: overmatched warlock.
2: A giant sand dwarf uh, moves into the room. That seems to upset some of the warlocks.
3: My snake is pissed.
1: Is your, is your snake throwing a hissy fit?
3: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, it's an as constrict as a...
4: Escape check of uh, 14, I think? Yeah. yeah he rolls a 5. Okay, so that one is restrained. Because what I'm going to do is pull out my Torn Wand and cast Chain Lightning, pointing it at the Warlock in the middle.
2: Alright, so you aim at the female. All of the others are male. There's, the only female is in the middle, in the, standing on the blue liquid in the center of the room. So they all fail. Woo! That is 10 da. You hit the high priestess, the female drow, in the center of the room with a blast of lightning from the wand. It surprises even you with how powerful it is. As it rages through her, sending her into a spasm. Little fingerlings of lightning spread out amongst three warlocks behind her. All three of those warlocks are shocked. And the the, the smell of burning flesh begins to fill the air as their their eyes glaze over and their flesh darkens. Three of them die.
3: Yeah! The one
2: in the center the one at the center staggers a bit. The eyes lock right on you, Barry. I'm
3: drinking the other half of that growth potion that I gave Mimi you to make myself eat.
2: Kadim sizes up. Your weapon sizes up. And she begins looking up, up, up as you grow. And then you you whack down on her with two enormous strikes. And she begins muttering under her breath. Will the wisdom save uh, Kadim? Eight! Kadim turns and attacks Mibi. Okay, so you swing, and now the two titans are squaring off. You're under a <laughs> skill. Boy, Maybe yeah. you're surrounded now by uh, two quicklings, Kadeem and a warlock. I am going to cast Old person
1: <laughs>
3: on Kadeem. 16 natural, so... Yep. Death save for a seaweed. 16. Success. All right, two successes. Nice. Now, moo. Death save.
1: Eight. Fail.
2: As you fall into this pool, you see that you're falling into a pool with that is full of other persons. Most of them are drow. And as you fall deeper and deeper into this pool, you find yourself flowing in sort of almost a river of souls. All around you are hundreds and hundreds of souls. They seem to be moving away from a drow above you and
4: towards something deep below. The seaweed's down. Okay, um, so I'm going to use my action to stabilize a seaweed. And yeah, that's a natural 20. A when
2: you wake up, you see very uh, patching your sealing you up, um, you're you awake again, as your mount has come through once more.
0: Under a compulsion spell, Kadim uses his action surge to unleash an unholy fury upon giant Mivy.
2: Whack him, whack him, uh, you take him down, and, uh, as he falls, his size shrinks to his normal dwarven size. Um, Can I get a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, sure. 20! You break the comp... And you're like, you just struck down Mibby. No!
4: <laughs>
3: oh, dude, I got daggers for that. She's dead. She is dead next round. Someone's um, dead next round, but probably not her. Alright,
2: Kadeen, you have done your job. Roll a constitution saving throw. 31 wounds is a just a sickness washes over you. your skin turns black and begins to flake. Your your a couple of teeth begin to loosen and fall from your fall from your jaws as your as your eyes just sicken and you feel terrible. woo
1: Death seven Failure
0: Finally free to act, Kadim makes good on his promise and brings his sword down upon the high priestess.
2: 97. Okay, as you're doing this, you hear a voice in your head. Um, and you know it's the High Priestess. Uh huh. She says, if you kill me now, your friend is gone.
3: I run her through. She falls into the pool and sinks beneath the surface. I'm gonna hold on to the- su- I've had my hand planted on the side of the pool there. Yeah. Duck my giant body in there and just reach down and grab her so I can just hold her, but I'm also leaning out of the pool, like on the side of the pool. Make a constitution save. Oh god uh-huh. damn, it's a critical fail! Is- you fall into the pool. The snake bites
2: into it, bangs, hit the back of his neck, the warlock just sinks down and falls under the weight of the, of the, of Squeezy. Good
0: job, Squeezy. Squeezy took down the last of the warlocks. But not before both Mumu and Kadeem fell into the River of Souls and are being swept away to an unknown fate. Join us next time on Oppressed by Sun as our heroes attempt to reverse the current of fate and bring Mumu and Kadeem back. As always, you can join us at oppressedbysun.com where we got maps lore and a whole lot more. Thanks for listening. See you.